This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard, and we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Thank you to everybody who tuned in to our number one. That's right. You hearing me right now, this moment, this second, this isn't the start of the show. I get going. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you missed a minute, you missed a second, you can always hit rewind using the free Odyssey app. And if you don't have the Odyssey app, what are you waiting for? Put it on your smartphone. Put it on your tablet. Put it on your laptop, your computer, whatever it is, okay? Thank you to everybody listening on our many CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We have hundreds upon hundreds listening all over North America. My friends in Seattle, my friends in Vegas, my friends in Florida, my friends here with me in Atlanta, Georgia, my friends in Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Minneapolis, just Alaska, all over the place. I don't care where you're at. Hope you're good. Hope you're smooth. Hope you're getting ready for the weekend. I hope you're getting money. I hope you're relaxing. All that good stuff. If you want to give me a holler, you know where to find me. I am at JR Sport Brief on all social media. And if you want to talk to me here on the radio, we got a phone. We have multiple lines. They get busy. They get packed. But you can hit me up. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Listen, we know that week five of the NFL season is pretty much underway at this point in time. Last night, we got a garbage football game. We talked about it between the Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis Colts. Crap, trash, basura. It was terrible what we saw last night. It was so bad that you had fans deciding to walk out of the stands in Denver. They're like, overtime? The hell am I sitting down and watching 15, 10 more minutes of crap when I just watched this for four quarters? We opened up the show talking about Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. As we continue on with the show, we'll take a look at some of the other matchups that will take place during week five of the NFL season. And then we open up the show with Draymond Green deciding to sucker punch Jordan Poole. We know that there was an altercation. We know that Draymond punched him. 
but we weren't able to see it until today. Somehow, some way, and it's not a shock or a surprise, some staffer decided to share or sell the footage to TMZ, and it's just been viewed millions and millions of times. Draymond Green talking trash to Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole and Draymond talking trash, and Draymond getting into the face of Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole pushing Draymond Green, and Draymond Green deciding to just full-on swing and knock Jordan Poole to the ground. We don't know if he was knocked out, but we know that he was knocked down. That was rather apparent. We have a lot of callers on the line right now who have opinions on that. Me, the Golden State Warriors need to do what they need to do, what they feel is best for them to win a championship. That's what's going to take place. Uh, What Draymond Green did was inexcusable. He was a complete jackass for going out there and swinging on his own teammate, especially a sucker punch like that. Come on, man. You don't do that. But this is sports. Teammates fight. It doesn't always end up on TMZ. They're going to suspend uh, Draymond Green for the ring ceremony. You're going to knock him out for a few games, or you just going to dock him pay for a few games. You want to minimize distractions. You want the team to understand that he's getting punished. We're moving forward, and let's keep it rolling. To have Draymond Green sitting out on the bench or at home for a couple of games, I think that that, that already is a distraction to the team for a couple of weeks to start the season off. I really think it depends on what happens with Jordan Poole. How does he feel about the situation? Yes, and if you have to babysit his feelings, then that's a whole different conversation. And so I'm going to get to more of your calls momentarily. This is highly unfortunate. You know, here when we're in commercial break, I'm not sitting around down in Twinkies. I'm not, I'm not getting myself a cup of coffee When we are here in commercial break on CBS Sports Radio, we're reading the news. I'm seeing what's going on. I know what's going on. By the way, the New York Mets, they're about to go on straight to hell. The San Diego Padres are beating them 7-1. It's the bottom of the ninth, and uh, Max Scherzer gave up seven runs. So that's what's going on. But outside of that, I'm looking at the news. I'm looking everywhere. What's going on in the world of sports? What box score can I look at? What can I read? And and whether it's a a website or whether it's Twitter or whether it's the news, I try to stay on top of what's going on. And it really, there's no better word. And I'm going to choose my words carefully because I'm a professional. At least I act like one here on the air. It sucks. There's no better word, and I can use better words. It sucks. When the news that pops up that I have to read during the commercial break is about an unfortunate incident tonight that happened in Toledo, Ohio. It sucks when I have to look at a headline that says three people shot at Whitmer High School football game against Central Catholic. It sucks when we have to hear about another shooting. It doesn't matter if it's at a a grocery store, a school, a football game, a church, a bank. Come on now. 
We had an incident last week in Philadelphia. A shooting tied and related around a football team after a scrimmage. Come on. Do we, do we need more of this? We don't. The answer is no. That's a rhetorical question. And whether or not it was directly related to the football game or not, and sure, details will come out. I don't have all the details. I'm not in Toledo, Ohio. My ass is here in Atlanta, Georgia. I don't have the details, but I can tell you this much. I don't need to be a rocket scientist. I do not need to be a legislator. I do not need to be a politician. I don't give a damn about a left, a right, an up, a down, a middle, or any of it. But we got to stop the nonsense, man. We got to stop the BS. We got to stop with a lot of this unnecessary gun violence unnecessary being the key word and there's a lot that goes into it much love to everybody out in Toledo Ohio to sit down in the in the commercial break and see footage to sit down in the commercial break and hear gunshots outside of a a high school football game we got high school football games going on all across North America right now. I know that there are people listening to me this very second, this very moment, who are witnessing and watching a high school football game. Whether they happen to be in the stands, whether they're sitting in their car, whether they got their ears plugged in, listening to CBS Sports Radio and watching their kids play, or their nephew, or their cousin, their brother, whoever. There are people listening to me right now associated with high school football. It's disgusting to have to sit down and watch football players in the stands or football players, excuse me, on the field run off of the field because of gunshots. To see people dive out of the stands and hide because you don't know where the hell the gunfire is erupting. We can do better as a society. We can. It's terrible. Shout outs to everybody in Toledo. Whitmer High School, Central Catholic. Much love to y'all that y'all have to deal with this nonsense. Shout outs to everybody listening all over the United States of America, North America. I can't tell anybody what to do, and I'm not. I'm not getting into what you can or can't do or what your rights are. I will not. What I can tell you is do what you can do to educate and love the people out around you so we can start to minimize these disgusting incidents that unfortunately continue to go on and on and on at churches, in parking lots, grocery stores, libraries, schools, football games.
It's too damn normal here. And I'm not going to talk about what what takes place or what can happen anywhere else in the world. I'm going to talk about what happens here at home. It's disgusting. Please do what you can do for the interest of not just yourself, but for others in the community so we can lessen the violence. I didn't go to a high school football game or the grocery store or the movies. I didn't go any of these places 20 and 30 years ago worrying about someone pulling out a firearm and just opening fire. I did not. There ain't no such thing as utopia. We do not live in a perfect world or a society, a perfect society, but we can all do better for ourselves and the people around us that we care about. Please keep that in mind. Much love to everybody at Whitner High School, Central Catholic, everybody in Toledo. Shout out to the people last week in Philadelphia who had to deal with similar nonsense. And damn it, this is the part that really sucks. This ain't going to be the last time. Do what you can do, please. Three people shot at Whitmer High football game against Central Catholic. Don't know the details. It appears to be something that took place outside of the football stadium, but it really don't matter. Much love to everybody out there. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls. We'll get back to Draymond. We'll talk about week five. We got a lot to do here on this Friday night. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I just want to say thank you for being on this show and giving me some good contact every time I leave my girlfriend's house. Give me some time to chill, relax, and listen to some good sports news. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Obviously, we're going to talk about week five of the upcoming NFL season, or at least week five is already underway after we witnessed that, uh, I don't know, just bad football game between the Colts and the Denver Broncos last night. And then also, I might as well fill you in on this, every single wild card game, game one, is a wrap. Uh, the Padres, it is a final score. They beat the New York Mets tonight. 7-1. to one. Uh, Max Scherzer by himself, a $43 million ace, Who? along with Jacob deGrom of the New York Mets. deGrom, he gives up, or excuse me, Scherzer gives up seven runs. And so if you want to know who won tonight, Padres have a one-game lead over the Mets. The Guardians now lead the Rays. The Phillies, they lead the Cards. And the Mariners lead the Blue Jays. It's a best of three series 
And so everybody that just lost today, tonight, their backs are up against the wall tomorrow. Also, before we went to break in last hour, I should say, we talked about Draymond Green, situation with Jordan Poole. You know, should Draymond Green be be punished? Should he set out a game uh, for punching Jordan Poole during practice? We saw the footage via TMZ today. We learned about the incident initially uh, two days ago. And the Warriors say, yeah, we're going to take care of this internally. Well, the footage is out now. What do you do? I think you leave well enough alone. Draymond Green, what he did was absolutely wrong. I don't know if you go out there and punish him. It depends on Jordan Poole. The Warriors have to do what's best to set the stage to have a successful season. Yeah, I know Jordan Poole got sucker punched, but man, sometimes you got to swallow feelings. I know that sucks. It sounds terrible. The Warriors have to do what's best for the team. Not Draymond Green, not Jordan Poole, the team. 855-212-4CBS. Keith is calling from Seattle. Raymond is calling from Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, uh, JR, I think you are an amazing show, and it's great to listen to you. Thank you. Uh, I believe you're right. I believe that uh, Jordan Poole, uh, there might have been some things said that we all don't see, and uh, and maybe uh, Draymond was just like the older brother, just uh, trying to put him back in his place. I believe that uh, maybe it's for the better of the team that they just move forward and and just slap or slap it away. And, but the media, the, whoever was videotaping needs to be fired. Yeah. And it, it's been reported. Thank you, Raymond, for calling from Oregon. It's been reported that the Golden State Warriors have already started an investigation as to who decided to a share that footage and, and B get it out to TMZ because they're no longer going to be employed. It's, it's simple as that. You can't go out there and just, and share the footage. This was not open to the media. There was no media. Every person in there was a staffer. And so it should not be difficult to identify who released the footage. You can easily tell from the angle of which practice took place, the angle of which the footage was shot, which was overhead. Come on. The person is done. It cooked. Eric is calling from Charlotte. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Eric. Hey, JR. That person might be cooked, but I'm pretty sure TMZ took care of them according to that report the money that was being paid out. So I think they're going to be okay. Yeah, they, 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 will be, they, they will be paid. <laughs> but when it's time to, to get a new job, that's, that's where the, the kicker is. And whoever, record, and whoever recorded the footage, I, I would venture to say – it's probably someone on the younger side uh, as opposed to someone who's older and established. But go ahead, Eric. No, that's true. Three quick points here, man. Um, great show tonight. Uh, first thing first, your last segment, we live in a, a desensitized country, man, and that's all I got to say about that. We, we've become desensitized to the, to the cruelness that's happening around us. Number two, it seems like there is an internal struggle right now between the Warriors. I guarantee you half the organization wants to see Draymond gone and the other one wants to see him stay because of what he can do. But I guarantee you it's about a 50-50 split with that. Some people want to see Draymond gone. Sure. And, 
And number and number three, right quick, I guarantee you, you might have already said this, but I just listened in about 30 minutes ago. If that was anybody other than Jordan Poole, if that would have been Clay Thompson or Steph Curry right now, Draymond would be playing in China next season. Sure. Appreciate it, man. No, thank you, Eric, for calling from Charlotte. We know this. We we live in a world of, of, of haves and have-nots, and who are you? W- would Draymond Green swing at Steph Curry like that? No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Career be over, done. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. We see this a lot in professional sports, especially when you look at organizations, when you look at teams that have the highest amount of success. Where do you go next? Tensions start to flare. And, and, and we don't know the reason, and, and we will, and maybe we won't, as to why Draymond Green decided to punch Jordan Poole. Obviously, they were beefing. Obviously, Jordan Poole said something that, that did not uh, you know, excite Draymond, and they were going back and forth. The nature of it, we don't know, but it doesn't matter. These are things that happen. The Golden State Warriors have been, and then, yes, they've, they've had their downtime with the injuries here. They've been at the top of the heap for years now. How long does it hold on? Who gets paid? Who doesn't get paid? Who goes on? Come on, Gary Payton Jr. is no longer a member of this squad. Toscano Anderson is no longer a part of this squad. He's gone. Now you got to hope Kaminga can step up and Wiseman can step up. What, is Draymond Green going to be here forever? Is Jordan Poole going to be on the squad forever? The only guy that will be on the squad until he decides to leave is Steph Curry. Probably Klay Thompson is second best. Draymond Green isn't even a guarantee past this year. Wiggins isn't a guarantee. Poole isn't a guarantee. And then you have these young, talented players who you hope can step up and carry a little bit of the mantle, or just drag a little bit of the burden going on into the future. It's natural. You have success, you got to pay for it. Steve is calling from Connecticut. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Yeah, definitely enjoying uh, the stock. Yeah. Steph Curry, no doubt, runs this team. Uh, Steve Kerr, yeah, I think he's unbelievable. And how he wants to run this team, I think Draymond does some through him. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with Jordan Poole and him. I saw the video. It was way too extreme, and there should be some discipline. But I'm excited to see what the discipline is because I think Steve Kerr is having – uh, Green run this team kind of as the instigator and well I mean sorry Steve I don't know where Steve went the punishment might not be anything more than a fine that's it I mean if if he's going to miss some games then then we'll know that but the punishment might not extend anything past a monetary punch in the wallet Keith is here from Seattle. I, I don't know. Keith, are you actually here now? Yes, I am. I, I was with you earlier, and somehow we didn't make connections, but I'm here. Okay. And, I'm happy. And I want to tell ahead. you, I appreciate your show. You guys do a wonderful job. Pure class act, including a producer and everyone else. Thank so you. So kudos to you. Thanks. Um, 
just a brief comment on the Draymond thing. I had kind of agree with your producer. I think he should be suspended. I think he should face disciplinary actions. He's got slap on the hands for everything he's done over the years. He's got a track record of, of BS that way. And I don't think they should let him off easy. And he's on the tail end of his career. So I, in my opinion, Golden State's a class organization. Send him to Orlando or Sacramento or some, you know, <laughs> Uh, unflourishing franchise and let him, you know, continue on with the remainder of his career. I, I do not condone that. If I did that to somebody in my workplace, I'd be spending time in jail, not yeah. getting a monetary well, fine. We we know we know you're not Draymond Green, and you know you, no. you're not punching anybody at the copy machine. You know, so it's a little bit different. <laughs> well, yeah, it's different. It's a different have form. You, well, well, Keith, have you ever punched anybody at the copy machine? I've never punched anybody in my life. Oh, you're a good man. Have you ever been punched? Yes. <laughs> yes, I oh, well. have. Was, so, okay. I mean, I, I, one extreme or the other. I'm a mild-mannered dude. And yeah. I think, you know, as teammates and as the person who's supposed to be the veteran who sets the tone for the team, sure. Golden State's much too classy a team to have someone like that disturbing well, peace, so he's, he, he has certainly played his role on these championship squads. Uh, we do know he was suspended and missed time and, and likely aided in the Warriors not winning another championship. Uh, but he has mm-hmm. been a very important part uh, to their success. And we're going to find well, out. Just, su- go ahead. You know, I, no, I'm just going to say one last comment. It reminds me of Bill Lambert. And I'm an old school dude. I'm 59 years old, but he reminds me of a guy who just like to instigate crap, and he doesn't have much uh, rhetoric when it comes to playing within the game. He likes to go beyond it, and I don't think it helps a team, especially like Golden State, who's, who's classy and they go about things in the right well, way. We we we're, we'll have to differ on that, Keith. And thank you for calling from Seattle. We have seen what Draymond Green has added to this squad, and a lot of it is not necessarily in the numbers. And I'm not just looking at his playoff performance, which overall in the finals, I should say, was absolutely terrible. But over the years, knowing that he's able to operate with two shooters and he can quote-unquote do the dirty work, if you want to call it that, and it goes beyond just him doing the dirty work. There's a lot of instances where he will grab a rebound and he'll initiate the offense or at least bring the ball up on the other side. He will set the screens. He'll get the re. He is a perfect fit for what he has done or his skill set playing alongside Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. He is in the most ideal of situations. If he were to go elsewhere, well, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm almost certain it would be no Hall of Fame. It'd be very difficult for him to do so. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Nick is calling from Chicago. Go ahead, Nick. Hey, JR. How you doing? Very well. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I just want to talk about this 7-4 guy. I just, he, he's amazing. I just watch him on the video, and he it's almost like it's the perfect athlete that we all feared coming together. And I just want to know your take on you know, the human body at that height, can he laugh? Because we see it with Lundgren, David. We we, we talked about this briefly last night, and and for anyone listening, you are referring to uh, 
Victor Wembanyama uh, from Hard France. Game. He he just came over and played what you could consider a, a, a few friendly matches against the G League Ignite team. He is seven foot four. He's eighteen years old. He's expected to be the number one overall draft pick in next year's NBA draft in June of 2023. He is seven foot four. The best way to to describe him would be Kevin Durant meets Rudy Gobert. He is a a complete. Let's put it this way: LeBron James said he is an alien. He has been praised by everyone from LeBron James to Giannis Antetokounmpo and everyone in between. And you are 100% correct, Nick. We have no idea how he's going to hold up. I can look at someone who is also amazing, almost at seven feet tall, at a Kevin Durant. And he's, he's almost seven feet tall. And he plays like a guard. He's relatively been healthy throughout the course of his career. He had a foot issue that kept him out. We see what took place with Chet Holmgren in a summer league game coming down on his foot. Big guys, big human beings, whether you are big and gigantic and you are planted in the paint or whether you are big and you can play outside of the paint, they get hurt. And so Victor Wembanyama, I'll put it to you this way. He is 7'4", and he plays like someone who is 6'5", 6'6" which makes absolutely no sense, his fluidity. But having said that, do I think he'll get hurt at some point in time? Yes, it it happens. Is it going to be continuous throughout his career? That is the answer that no one has. But I give you this much. He does look like he can put on a couple of LBs. He is not afraid to go to the basket, which sounds weird. He's not afraid of contact. And he looks like he can fill out and put on a little bit more muscle. Uh, what does that mean for someone who has a size 20 foot? We got to wait to see. But he does look a little bit more durable than I would say a Chris Stapps Porzingis. Or, uh, I mean, we can go on. Just he, We have no idea, but I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, that's exactly you described perfectly, Jr. Thanks, man, for the call. Thank you, Nick, for calling from Chicago. It's it's tough, man. You don't know he's. We haven't seen a basketball player like this. Never. Seven foot four. Playing like he's Allen Iverson. Well, not that bad. Not not that much handle. I won't give him that much, but he's dribbling and going behind his back. He's like, what does he do? Seven foot four. I watched this guy get off of the bus. He had to duck. I watched this guy stand next to Rudy Gobert, who is seven foot one. Rudy Gobert had to look up at him. Seven foot four basketball player. Oh, it's going to take me years before I get used to this. Yao Ming was seven. Shep, what was he, five or six? Six? Was he six? Uh, five and a half. He was shorter than Sean Bradley, and Sean Bradley was 7'6". Yeah, and let me tell you something. Yao Ming is the tallest human being I've ever met in my life. I stood next to this guy, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? This makes no sense. I don't know why anybody would even want to be this tall. Maybe the money, but damn. Victor Wembenyama is 7'4". I've met Kristaps Porzingis. I've spoke to him.
Kristaps Porzingis, in order to have a conversation with me, needed to fold himself down like an accordion to talk. He needed to take three steps back and lean down to speak to me. What the hell is this? This man is seven foot four, and he moves like he's six foot six, like a normal quote unquote shooting guard. Freakish. It's, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Victor Wembenyama. Maybe he'll have a foot issue. Maybe it'll be a knee. Maybe he'll land. I do not wish it on him. I'd love to see him play 82 games in the NBA for the next 10 years. It'll be tough, though. Shaq was hurt. He was heavy. Bradley was hurt. He was tall as hell. Yao Ming, his feet couldn't handle the the, the weight. He was heavy and big. Joel Embiid dealing with feet, knees, hands, everything. It's tough being that damn big playing ball. Good luck to Victor Wembenyama. Maybe we're moving into the evolution of the human being. I don't know. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. As we continue on, we'll talk basketball. We'll talk week five of the NFL season. Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing in London alongside or against the New York Giants. The Major League Baseball games, game one of wild card weekend is pretty much done. We got a lot to do here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR, man? I want to first by saying uh, I love the show and thank you for keeping it so real on so many different topics. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. We talked about Draymond. Uh, We're going to get into some NFL football. We've talked a little bit about some of the wild card matchups that took place today in Major League Baseball. And all of this is happening and has happened here in the United States of America, in North America, and hello to all my friends in Canada. But on Sunday morning, we have an NFL game that's going to take place in England. We have the New York Giants. We have the Green Bay Packers going to London, excuse me, England, for the first time. And surprisingly, both of these teams are 3-1. and And not so much the Packers. Yeah, sure, the Green Bay Packers are trying to air the football out. The New York Giants are 3-1. and Daniel Jones is running around all busted up. Saquon Barkley had to take snaps at quarterback this past Sunday. And the New York Giants, how did they get here at 3-1? and one? Knowing that they have a first-year head coach, my apologies to uh, the Denver Bronco fans. Uh, Brian Dayball actually looks like he knows what he's doing. They beat Tennessee. Barely. They beat the Carolina Panthers. Barely. 
They lost to the Dallas Cowboys, and then they played a Chicago Bears team, which is barely a football team. And so here we have them right now. The New York Giants at 3-1 going to London, a battered quarterback taking on Aaron Rodgers. And his squad that he hopes can actually go deep. Aaron Rodgers has talked about this. He's waiting for the offense to move into, quote-unquote, an explosion. He's waiting for his receivers to get down the field. Aaron Rodgers is waiting for the game to open up where he could just air things out. Good for him. Maybe it will happen on the other side of the pond. Despite that, either way, Aaron Rodgers, he's like, listen, man, I'm excited to play in London. You know, got across the Atlantic, so exciting for them to come over here. And I think it's, you know, I've been around, I've uh, been around the world a little bit, and I've been to Packer bars in different countries. I went to one in, uh, in Paris, and what it tells you is that this sport has a big reach. And I think it's a good perspective moment for all of our guys to see how special it is the opportunity that we have to play a game that has worldwide reach. And it's the Super Bowl's broadcast in over 100 countries and millions and millions of people um, to just embrace that fact that this is so rare uh, to be able to come over, uh, you know, in a different country and entertain fans that are waking up early or staying up late watching, you know, watching our games and, and uh trying to put on a show for you guys now when you think about the time difference and depending on where you live it might be six seven eight hours the teams are basically flying over there practicing going to sleep playing the game and coming back we've had teams prior we know that the minnesota vikings and the saints played in london last week And over the years, we've had teams that have stayed, you know, about a week, tried to get acclimated, and and they play, and then they come back. No. This is strictly business for the NFL. It is strictly business for these teams. They go, they play, they get on a plane, they come back. And so to think that they're going out there and they're seeing London or they're experiencing London or that they're hopping on the tube or that they're hanging out in Soho or Buckingham Palace, nope, it ain't happening. They might as well be playing in, I don't know, Nebraska. Except for they had to travel eight hours to get there. And Daniel Jones has been reported that he will start against the Green Bay Packers. And this man sprained his ankle last week. Daniel Jones is going to be the greatest decoy that we've seen in a very long time. Daniel Jones, he's expected to start. He said he hopes to give it a go. Felt good out there and uh, been uh, working with the trainers and, and, uh, you know, made a lot of progress the last couple of days. So I'll continue to listen to them and and, uh, continue to uh, do what I can to be back out there. Oh, man, what a guy. Daniel Jones, I, I don't, unless Daniel Jones can turn into Josh Allen, this, this man is basically on borrowed time. Daniel Jones is basically just, it's like, look at the watch, look at the time. When are you going to get dumped? The New York Giants decided to just basically ignore your fifth-year option. They want you to play things out and then disappear or let you go. And Brian Dayball ain't draft you. Joe Shane did not draft you. 
New York Giants are starting fresh, and the fact that they're 3-1 and one right now is, I don't want to call it a miracle. I, I, I explained to you the teams that they opened up the season against. What are they supposed to do? If they can continue this pace, then God bless them. I don't see it happening. Saquon Barkley is the bright spot, and it's actually nice to see that Saquon Barkley is healthy. Good for him. But if you're the New York Giants, are you even going to pay Saquon Barkley knowing that your team is going absolutely nowhere? It's terrible. 855-212-4CBS. Damon is calling from Virginia. What's up, Damon? How you doing, JR? Very good, man. Go ahead quickly. I uh two quick comments. I as far as Draymond Green, I believe he should be suspended. And as far as I was listening the other day, I would add LeBron's uh passing Kareem and uh Floyd Mayweather on your all time records. But my question is how do okay. you feel that the Eagles are gonna do for the rest of the season? Well the Eagles are gonna go right into I'm the Philly playoffs. born and bred. Okay, well, well, congratulations. Uh, that, that, that's not going to change my answer. But here, the Eagles are going to go right to the playoffs. The Eagles will go ahead and win the NFC East. And then it's, it's time to see you know, how, how good they are in the process. We've seen, and outside of last week against Jacksonville, but we've seen Jalen Hurts. He's gone out there, and, and he's been in the MVP conversation. Is this going to be an early start? For Jalen Hurts, or is he going to come down to earth as the season continues on? I'm high on the Eagles. I'm high on Jalen Hurts. I'm thrilled that they got him some weapons to work with. I'm thrilled that he's improved as a passer. And when you think about the rest of the teams in the division, I just told you about the Giants. The Giants' three and one record is fool's gold. Uh, we can take what a look about at the fact of the easiest record in the NFL besides the Cowboys. We, I mean, it's set up for us besides the Cowboys. I believe we only have to play the Packers and the Cardinals and maybe one over 500. Well, I believe I'm Tennessee. telling you, well, that's what I'm telling you. They will win the division. They're going to the playoffs. And have yourself a drink, Damon. We're going to talk more about the Eagles as the show goes on. We'll get to more of your calls at JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.